It's me. It's me. It's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James. And by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass Billy Gunn. Together we are the New Age Outlaws. And you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter too, at VOC Nation. It's Wednesday. It's 3 o'clock, so you know what that means. It's time for Shelly Live on VOCNation.com. Hola, 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 hola. You are listening to Shelly Live here on VOC Nation. I am your hostess with the mostest, Shelly from Kelly. And what's going on, everyone? I hope you had a good weekend and a good week so far. Last night, Danielle and I recorded... Uh, a little segment here and it ended up being a big segment probably the only segment <laughs> really that's going to be on today's show we get into a bunch of stuff one of the things I talk about is how I've been in a bad mood for two weeks a really bad very disgruntled Shelly I also talk about Dave Meltzer and we talk about a whole bunch of stuff with that and um, much more I don't even remember at the top of my head so what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to give this a listen with you guys because I'm going to make sure all the audio went smoothly and revisit it before I get this uploaded to VOC Nation for all of you fine people to listen to. So let's get right into it, shall we? Welcome back. You're listening to Shelly Live here on VOC Nation, and I would like for everyone to put their hands together and welcome my co-host, Dazzling Danielle. Hello, hello. This is take two, actually, because <laughs> I didn't have the microphone plugged in. It's that kind of a day. You know, every day is a new adventure, a new journey, so embrace it. I'm going to pause real quick because I want to make sure that everything's a-okay with this audio, so hold on. All right, this time I have it plugged in. And you know what the stupidest thing about that goof Danielle is? Not just that that is a mistake that happens pretty often. Not like crazy often, but often enough. But when I first started back with VOC Nation doing Shelly Live, there was an episode where I forgot to unmute myself on the switchboard. So I went into this deep, it was a good episode. No one could hear it. And I didn't know that until I was done. And people were tweeting me saying, we can't hear you. Are you on? And so I thought, wait, what? And the way it worked is, I guess, technology, how it is. Once the uh, thing that records the podcast, you know, and archives it, it's 
like didn't read any like in my opinion it didn't read any sound so it timed out like at 10 minutes like because there was no sound wow and i know (laughs) you when you get in those moments where you really go deep especially when you're a grumpus malumpus and i can relate because i did this awesome taco tuesday post upload fail try again and then i go there try again Try again, try again. Nope, not going to try again. And it was a good, like, the Instagram filter is the one that's a super zoom with the flames. It goes, and it was on these bomb tacos that we had, a Blanche-sized shot glass of tequila, and our freaking habanero hot sauce. So it was a very nice moment that was captured, a very Taco Tuesday moment, and I try to upload and it fails, so it's sucky. Well, here's the thing, Danielle. The reason why it's extra sucky is because normally we make our tacos here on Taco Tuesday. We do we celebrate Taco Tuesday almost every Tuesday. And, uh, you know, we try to just do it because we've done it here and there and we've done it pretty, pretty frequently for a couple years, but not like every Tuesday, but we learned that it's fun to look forward to something. So we're always like, Oh, taco Tuesday, you know? So today I had some errands to run and it was kind of getting late. So I thought, you know what, let's just get tacos. So when I was on my way back from picking some stuff up from my PO box, I googled to see what tacos I put grilled fish tacos into the google and this place showed up and I was like okay let me try it out and I'm really glad I did because they had grilled fish tacos and they were four dollars a piece I ordered three for me three for Danielle assuming they're going to be super small oh my gosh I only ate one and a half and that other half that I ate I was already full. I just felt like I should eat at least half of it. Yeah, for me, I am very happy with small portions. And I was amazed. And the taste of it tastes like real Mexican food. Not just like, oh, we say we have Mexican food here. But, yeah, it's kind of run of the mill. No. The rice and the beans were on point, and the taco size and all the toppings in it. It wasn't like somebody who's trying to overload a taco. It just was natural and fresh and very tasty. Here's the thing, you guys. Something that I said, I think, when we recorded the first time (laughs) is that... um, I was hoping that this time when we were recording, I would have my whole setup, but it's just been one of those weeks that it didn't happen. And that's when I was telling Danielle that I've been in a very bad mood for a couple weeks now. But here's the thing. I'm in a bad mood, okay? This is what's weird. Okay, let's peel the onion, okay? So I'm in a bad mood. And I often ask myself, what's wrong with me then? Why am I mad? Where's this really coming from? And it's a combination of a lot of things. You know, realize, and I feel like I'm a broken record over here. Realizing and truly accepting situations for what they are. And the reason why I feel like a broken record and I really haven't been talking about it, it's so interesting because when I was on my walk this morning with the dogs, I thought, you know, 
I hope this isn't bad, but I kind of prefer just talking to myself and working things out because sometimes to explain to people where I'm coming from is exhausting. So if I already know what's the deal, even if I'm trying to figure it out, I kind of found at this time in my life that a lot of times, not always, it's better for me to just work it out on my own. Whereas before, I've had a couple of girlfriends who, you know, I don't keep in touch with anymore because different things happen. But I would really be on the phone with them for like hours talking about things and working things out. And at that time, it totally served its purpose. It was awesome. Not only did I grow from situations, but my friends, like, like when my friends would hear what I was going through, they could relate. So it helped them heal too. So I'm not by any means dogging before. I'm just saying that was the way I worked it out. Whereas now I'm in a place where I'm just like, I don't want to explain where I'm coming from. It's just too much. And then I thought about you, you know me better than anyone else except me. So I thought even sometimes if I had to sit down and tell Danielle, okay, this, this, and this, it's like, it's exhausting to me. Like I don't, i rather just figure it out and if I can't, then I'll bring it up kind of thing. So that's why I, that's what I've been doing. And I keep saying, what is it? And it's different things. And a lot of it has to do with, like I said, sounding like that broken record, accepting things for what they are. And I feel like now that I'm hearing myself say it out loud instead of just to myself, that that's just going to always happen in life. Because all the things that I'm accepting now and whether I like it or not are things that were always there, but there was always that glimmer of hope that I had that like, maybe there'll be a different outcome and maybe, okay, this or that. And maybe, but you know what? The Lord knows what he's doing and I am just going to let that happen because I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted chasing after people to be in my life. You know, and some people listening can be like, oh, like, well, that, that's stupid. But like when it's your own family member at times, it's your family member. You can't just blow it off right away. So things like that, it's like deep, you know, and <sighs> death has just been really weighing on me. And I feel a lot of it has to do with that. I am home with Fred all day. So I am constantly reminded, like I'm with him almost 24 hours a day almost. So it's like, I'm constantly reminded about end of life. Well, I can definitely relate to being constantly reminded of end of life, especially working at a holistic vet where a lot of people come to us because we are the last result, you know, like we're the last place to go to. All their pets are dying with cancer or super seniors or whatever may be the case or sometimes there's puppies but the majority of the clients that come in bring their pets in that are definitely in the later phases of life and at first I thought gosh that's going to be very challenging and I was depressed by it but a lot of times now it just keeps me grounded and reminds me of the importance of things. But even today, I didn't tell you. So talking about Fred, and he's 20 years old. Woohoo! Super yeah. senior! He is doing so well for a 20-year-old. Like, really well. I see some dogs that are 
14 or 15, and that's still old. Fred set a whole new standard. I thought, oh, especially with our other dog, Ethel, who passed, she was only 14. Only 14. Come on. That's a long life. Fred spoils us. And today, the woman who does massage therapy on Fred, and she's been so kind and amazing to him, she has a big heart and she has many dogs and she has a passion for senior pets as well. She has two dogs dying on her of her own dogs. And she just has been through emergency. She's gone through it all. At the end of the day, they're in hospice and she's just trying to make them comfortable and she knows the end is near. And it was really hard for her to come into my job today because we're all stressed and, oh, well, if this dog is dying take it to emergency, take it somewhere else. We don't have time to be with a dog that's dying and not in a disheartened way, but in a compassionate way. Like we don't want to not sit with your pet and give it that space and time. And she was like, I know that time is coming. I know what makes my pet comfortable. I just want to pick things, these things up, have a quick exam and be on my way. And she got very emotional. My manager got a little snippy with her. And ended up apologizing to her. But I realized not only does she have many dogs at home that she's caring for. And she's in the industry of senior and terminally ill pets. But she herself is dealing with her 20-year-old passing. Like potentially has this humongous tumor on it. And it's just really sad. And then her other dog who has been diagnosed with some cancer so either of her dogs can die any day now and it made her a little less polite than people are used to seeing her and it wasn't like she was being mean but she just was being real on a human and when you're going through some really deep things you just don't have time for to play those games or those pleasantries it's almost like you don't have the time or energy. It's that time you don't have the energy to make everyone comfortable, almost like put the show on. And I'm not talking about in a fake way because this woman, she's like always smiling and being very friendly. And that's actually a hard thing to do and to keep up sometimes, especially if you are going through things, you know, not everybody's good at it. Or is that way naturally? So even people that are that way, like that's who they are. Like her, she seems like even if she, it was a journey to get there, naturally that's who she is now. She's still going to have those moments because it's a lot. And so that's why, like you're saying, she doesn't have the energy to be like, okay, how should I say? No, it, I, I don't. Hello, my dogs are dying. Yeah. And she's also somebody who I know you can relate, Shelly where she is accepting of that and everyone always wants to be don't think that way be positive blah 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 this and that and I'm all about being positive but you can be realistic and have a positive mindset and a healthy mindset about things and when you know you're facing something and people are trying to make it into something else it's hard because you don't want to explain yourself to say look I get it. it is what it is. I'm going through this. I don't need whatever. I just need these things to be met. And it's very straightforward and it can come across 
a little harsh, but you're just being cut and dry. This is what I need right now. And this is all I want. I understand that you see it this way, but here's the reality. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but it can come across harsh, especially when people are like, it's not that bad smile kind of mentality. And we've heard that before. Well, it's interesting hearing the story because I didn't know this about, you know, until you said it right now and going back to why you were like, I think it was the first time I recorded. You said, why are you mad, bro? And I think that's what it is because just yesterday I was telling metal Jesus that I'm just going through a lot right now. You know, I'm work really hard on this house and trying to keep it good, like nice and clean and whatever. And I do that for myself because I'm here all the time. So I want it to look awesome because I want it to feel awesome because this is an awesome ass house. So that's why I've been working around my schedule and trying to figure out like having a schedule that I need to stick by and organize it and whatever so that I can make that time. And then on top of that, I take care of the dogs and I know I chose to wanting to get another dog. And at the end of the day, I chose to have Fred as well. So it's not about that. I'm just saying it's another thing that takes a lot, especially Fred lately. I think he's just really, maybe like you're saying, um, that masseuse said that the cold's probably really been getting to him. It's been chilly. So he's really been a very draining lately. And so, and then on top of that, uh, going back to accepting these different things. And I don't want to, again, sound like a broken record with wrestling. But even though I've retired, even though I'm in a phase where I'm just like, I feel comfortable talking about wrestling now because I have nothing to do with it except I was a has-been in it. That's it. Like, that's literally my only link to it now is, yeah, I'm a has-been in wrestling, so that's it. And even though it feels really, like, freeing to say that, and I don't say that to be derogatory towards me or self-deprecating joke about me. It's true because I had, like, literally in the grand scheme of things, you think of people like The Undertaker and he's still out there doing it. I did have just 15 minutes of fame. It, I still benefit from it, so I'm fine with it, and that doesn't make me lesser of a performer or anything. But it's just the truth. That's just the truth like that's why I say I'm just a has-been because a lot of people in wrestling now uh, that are like fans of wrestling I'm going to say a big majority of them have no idea who I am and that's totally fine you know but there's still these moments where it's just like I can't help but be a little affected when I get triggered and just this week I got triggered because my friend Noelle had tweeted something about, there's this guy, right? His name's Dave Meltzer, Metzler, Metzler, Dave Meltzer, Meltzer. I think that's how you say it. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be funny or trying to be dogging someone. I just, I think that's how you say it. And he's like one of these gossip wrestling columnist people. Now, what gets me about him is, first of all, this week and then once before, I googled him to see what he looked like. 
he kind of looks familiar, so I'm not sure if I've met him in person before or not. It's possible. I'm really good with faces, but I kind of don't think so. But maybe. And again, if I have, I'm not trying to disrespect or like talk trash on anyone. It's just the fact. So when she tweeted, you know, she her husband is Vito, this wrestler, Vito. And she had tweeted once again something about that this Dave said about Vito. And I thought it was really interesting because it seems to happen a lot. Like, he seems to talk about Vito a lot. And maybe that's just because I follow both Vito and Noel and that's why I see it. I don't know. But another common denominator is for years, even when I was in OVW, I knew this guy by just his name. And I think maybe that's why I feel like I've met him, even though I really don't think I have. Because I remember always hearing his name so much. You remember like the Joe Reaver guy? on was like Joe Reaver. It was kind of like that. It was like, who's this Dave Meltzer guy? This Dave, oh, okay. Oh, the Meltzer, da, da, da. So it's like I heard his name so much. But among hearing his name, it was always he was a dirt sheet. And people trashed him so bad. Like, I'm talking about, like, people involved in wrestling, whether they're wrestlers or producers of wrestling or whatever. So I didn't know what to think about this guy. I was just like, okay, everyone seems to say, like, bad things about him. But then a lot of those same people over the years that would trash him so much it's like they, when he writes an article about them and he is writing in their favor, or as they say in the business, putting them over, brother, they kiss his butt. So when this whole thing happened with Noel, and I was like, what's this? It started with, what's this thing with Vito? And then it went to, all I know about this guy is that, and I tweeted this, I said, I don't get this Dave Meltzer guy. All I know is that he's a gossip column, a uh, wrestling columnist. Um, people talk bad about him, but then those are the same people that'll kiss his butt to put, you know, when he puts him over and it just really triggered so much. And that's what I was saying. Like I had to, with that, revisit all these different people and wrestling that equal that to me. And I had to like revisit dealing with those situations. What is that guy's name? Here you go. Trivia, pop trivia for everybody. Ready? Yeah. I already know the answer. I just answered myself in my head. Who named this trash columnist? Talked about pop stars, social media, and was named a little off from a famous socialite. Go. Perez Hilton. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I felt the same way about Perez Hilton. I've heard about him. I didn't know to like him or to not. I was like, I don't know. So when you're telling me this, I'm like kind of feeling that. And I still don't know how I feel about him. And I still don't know how I feel about Paris Hilton. I kind of do. But at the same time, I don't know. That's a whole other thing. That's But not even a whole other podcast. That's just a private convo. Yeah. <laughs> but it's that mystery and you it's all kind of what they thrive on is the oh did you hear what that person said about that person how they say this about that and then this is just 
basic social psychology, you guys. All these little people like, you know, talk about each other. And then when it comes to it, oh, I heard so much about you. I had so many good things about you when they see you in person, you know, but it's, it's funny because some people's names get around and people flip and flop and on goes the little legend. <laughs> so what's interesting about what you just said is that's, yeah, like, I think people thought because I said, oh, he's a gossip wrestling, you know, whatever. And some people were like, no, he reports. And it's like, okay, fine. But no, it's gossip. And I'm not trying to be shady in saying that. Because to be honest with you, I wish so badly that I can do a wrestling gossip website of my own. Not because I'm trying to expose people, but because... There's a lot of gossip and a lot of that gossip is already on the internet. But if Shelly Martinez does it, I get all in trouble and I'm not allowed to do it. And I know you guys are listening. You're like, yeah, you can just do it. No, it'll be so much trouble. Like it's not even worth it and it would not be fun anymore. But I wish so badly that I could just do these little reports too, but I can't. Because I don't want to deal with what this like Dave Meltzer guy is dealing with or whatever other dirt sheets or Perez Hilton and the things that they have to deal with. It's like, it's gossip. Joan Rivers, these people, it's gossip. But us, like you were saying, it like as humans, we like to hear gossip. And so I, that's why like, I'm not trying to dog on him when I'm like, but that's what I know of him. When I say God, I'm not belittling because like I said, I wish that I can do that and not get in trouble, but I can't. So don't tell me. Leave your comments. I mean, no, I'm not saying like write them. I'm saying leave them at the door. Don't tell me, oh, you should shut. No, because it ain't going to happen. I pinky swear you that. I wish it could, but it's never, ever going to happen. We are social beings as humans. <laughs> oh, humanity. Since the beginning of time. Oh, <laughs> we have been obsessed with human emotion and trying to figure things out, group mentalities, all this good stuff. And people have been gossiping for all ages. Dude, in the Bible they gossip. Oh my gosh, yes. Did you hear about Sarah running around, blah, 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 blah? What about that Mary? What do you think? <laughs> she's, she's pregnant. She said she never had relations <laughs> Chris is around the corner by the way <laughs> um, but anyways look at all these reality TV shows B90 I'm telling you I love it I used to watch Rock of Love Flavor of Love um, which was Tool Academy I love it it's addicting because human behavior, That's human true. behavior is very fascinating, very predictable, yet unpredictable, and just life. And even very introverted people can be 
quite interesting, but some people just put on a better show than others, and that's why you have gossip columns or, oh, did you know blah, 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 and this and that. And wasn't Perez Hilton even friends with Paris Hilton at some point? Are they, like, talking or something? That's why what you making that analogy about how it, or not analogy, but how it triggered you about your Perez Hilton thing, that's how it is with these wrestlers. It's like, and it's so crazy because even if it wasn't the Dave Meltzer guy, like I said, it triggered me to think about different situations. So there have been times, okay, I'm going to give you a prime effing example right now. Are you ready for this? This is one of the fuels of my anger my disgruntled shelliness of the last few weeks. Okay, so recently, somebody that we both know texted me at twelve oh one a.m. and the text said "moi," and they do this randomly. And the thing is, is the last time I saw them, they openly admitted that back in the day, they had this whole thing for me. And then when I got married back in the day, yes, if you don't know, I got married. It's it's a whole thing. Oops. (laughs) Barely knew the guy, one of those things. He said that he was upset. So when he said that the last time we hung out, it really rubbed me wrong. So like whatever. And what also rubbed me wrong is he started working with people who... I have a big problem with, no, sorry, I used to have a big problem with. Now, I really feel sorry for them, actually, and I'm really grateful that I don't have ugly feelings towards them, that it's just kind of like, ugh, but like, you know, that's it. So that's, for me, that's huge, (laughs) huge, so, but the thing is, is that this person that I'm talking about, they know I had this big issue, especially last time we saw them with this other individual they're going to work with. They even brought them up. Oh, I'm going to be working with so-and-so soon. I'm going to be saying, you know, should I say something? Blah, 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 blah. He was egging it on because he knew. And I have a big feeling that the person that I don't like and him were hanging out when he texted me the moi. I have this big feeling. So... It's one of those things where, like, he was sitting there making it seem like he was going to be working with this guy that I have an issue with, that, and rightfully so. And he was almost acting like, hey, I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to say something. What should I say? Should I say something? What should I say? Oh, so he's kind of making, painting a picture like, okay, you know, I got to work. It's a gig's a gig. I'm going to be working with this guy. So I'm going to, I'm going to have a little fun with it. It wasn't that at all. And recently I've seen him on social media tagging that person saying, oh, you know, like they're BFF. So going back to this Perez Hilton people and who is he friends with Perez Hilton or Dave Meltzer and the people who talk about him or do they really like him or if it's just for that moment. It's weird because these people are all down to trash talk other people 
but still act like they're all cool with them, not only just to like their face, but now you got social media. So I feel some of those people feel that they have to keep that up to keep those connections because they gain something from it for whatever reason. It's something that they're gaining. Therefore, they put aside that they don't really even like this person or they know what's up and they don't care because they're gaining something. And see how my voice is getting? It's like that's part of why I've been in a bad mood because this is all triggering these different issues I have, not just with people in wrestling, but like a lot of people, but mostly people in wrestling just because in wrestling you have a lot of people around you that if you're friends with the right person, oh, you'll get that push or oh, you'll get this, 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 and this, and this. So there's so many little agendas. So that I'm not trying to pick on wrestling. It's just like it's all over the place and more so than somebody that just is, you know, working in, you know, like you, Danielle, like that happens at your work, but not to the extent where, you know, in wrestling, just because of what the subject is, you know. Are you okay, Fred? Say it. Don't spray it. I didn't spray nothing, man. I no. Actually got, I actually got the pot in there. <laughs> you had to whisper that. <laughs> but metaphorically speaking, because I just always want to go deep, is say it, don't vomit from your mouth or put your foot in your mouth. So many people talk from both ends. Yeah. And... They want to play a certain role in front of you and then behind your back play a role to somebody else. And it's really sad. And I'm somebody who, before I became a little more bitter because life is beating me up and customer service is wearing my soul down, I used to be really nice. (laughs) And I feel like I still am. Maybe I'm not the nicest person in the world (laughs) anymore. But... It just, I can't just always be making everyone happy. And I've tried that. And I didn't come from a place where I was manipulative, but it was in a genuine place. And I wasn't talking to somebody saying, oh, I'm rubbing your ego, and then turning around and then talking bad behind someone's back and rubbing their ego. It was more like, hey, I want to like see your side. Okay, now they see your side. Let me see the other person's side. There's a difference in that. But when you're trying to play both cards and try to come out like you're neutral, gossipy, going back to gossipy. Yeah. Let's shift but still be in the same topic. So me and Shelly have this nice little outline because we like to be organized gals here. And she had her Dave story. And then I put slash my dream, an arrow, surprise Shelly with a smiley face. So I think at this point we have two shots of vodka here. And I think we should take this shot of vodka before we go into Danielle's world, Danielle's world. Welcome to Danielle's world. Dreamland. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Let's do it. All right. Today, I have Blanche because I am such a Blanche. You know I got Dorothy because that's just who I am. <laughs> Especially these days. No, I'm, I'm Maud. That's who I am. I've been Maud, you guys. Not even Dorothy. I've been Maud. 
right, well, cheers. Cheers to Fred Mertz. Yeah, Frederico Suave. <gasps> and Ethel, she's in here with us, too. Yeah, We're in Danielle's Mimi. room today. In my room, Danielle's world, Danielle's world. Oh. All right, you guys. Yep, Schultz. I can sleep very heavy. Shelly doesn't like this about me. Well... I get it. I dream deeply. That's who I've always been. My dreams are all over the place. I like to share my dreams. Even if they don't mean anything, but I think all dreams mean something at some subconscious level. So... I had a dream, and I haven't told Shelly about it. And one of the topics today was Dave. I had a dream about a Dave recently. A Dave that I never met. So how this dream happened is I was back in college. And I did live on campus in real life. But I lived in all-girls dorms at a respectable Christian college. And, of course, they had boys, like, on their own whatever but like we didn't share and across the way for my little dorm in my dream there was like this big party dorm and it was a bunch of like jocks and stuff like that like people I normally don't hang out with like no hating the jocks I always hung out with more artistic people and stuff and they invited me to the party and I had a cat and a dog, and I don't know if it was Ethel or Fred, like I couldn't tell the difference, but I had a cat and a dog. And I saw that they wanted me to come next door, and it was early in the morning, and I knew I hadn't put my makeup on, so my face was like kind of blotchy, some pimples, but I had this really pretty white dress that was almost at some points like kind of see-through and like just really glamorous. And I went to their party, and I felt real sleepy. And so I put my head on someone's shoulders and I closed my eyes. And when I opened them, there was this really handsome young guy with muscles. <laughs> Here comes Danielle's world. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sorry I fell asleep on your arm. <laughs> He's like, it's okay. And we're talking. Like, I wasn't trying to, like, come on to him. I just did. I was like, oh, well, hello there. And then I started talking to this other guy. And he was all jockey and, like, not necessarily my type. And I wasn't trying to be all blanching out <laughs> and being flirtatious. But I was just simply talking to them and just being good company. And I saw a group of girls drinking champagne looking at me. And one of these girls, when in real life, when I was in sixth grade, I had a boyfriend. His name was A. Let's call him A. And he was really jealous of M. Because me and M were really good friends. And anytime I had a birthday party, he would be the only boy that would show up. <laughs> it was known. But, like, it, we were just friends. And A would get so upset. And his ex-girlfriend, oh my gosh, we're only in sixth grade, by the way. Did I say that? <laughs> and his ex-girlfriend from fifth grade, before he met me, because we dated for over a year, because we dated at the end of fifth grade, um, her name was Kay. And she was a super blondie, blue-eyed kind of girl, like totally the opposite of me. 
and then they broke up and like even their parents let them hang out together so like it was that serious <laughs> <laughs> and so um when I broke up with A in sixth grade, he had a little Pokemon jacket that was like a weird, like fake leather. And I made him cry so hard that he ruined his jacket. And I got a note from M just as a friend. I didn't realize I had a crush on him at the point, at that point. Um, me and A got in a fist fight during recess and the teachers had to break us up. And when they broke us up, we looked at each other, you know, when you break someone up and then they go back after each other and they push the person breaking them up. We did. <laughs> so anyways, um, <laughs> in my dream, going back to Danielle's world, <laughs> um, A's ex-girlfriend was in there saying, what are you doing here? You don't belong here. Why are you hanging out with us? We never invite you. And I said, because I decided to come over here and I'm having a good time. So if you have a problem with that, then whatever. And she's like, Ugh. and I was like, whatever. And then so all of a sudden my college turned into like some kind of bigger corporation or something. And I went into a, a room with this older woman. It was like a big office and she was wearing like couture wardrobe and she had a golden retriever with her and Shelly was there and we were talking business and then all of a sudden she said here's all of Shelly's stuff that used to be yours and I found all my old boots all this old clothes I'm like oh my gosh I haven't seen this forever and I didn't have enough bags to put all this stuff in and then she's like kind of cold with me and then she started talking to me about my death doula stuff that I want to do for pets and then her Labrador came up to me and started talking in my ear and he started speaking English and her Labrador was talking to me and talking. He wouldn't, and I was trying to talk to her and he kept talking to me and saying all these words to me. She's like, just leave her alone. Like, shh, I'm trying to talk to her. And after our meeting, I looked at the back of Shelly's head and her brains were exposed in the back of her head. She had like a brain injury. And then, so I was like, Shelly, you need to go to the doctor. And then so she went to the doctor. And since I didn't get all the rest of the clothes because I didn't have enough bags, I saw that woman and she was laughing and talking with this man, this other woman. And she had a trash bag. And the vibe I got is that she was closing her office and she was taking the trash out for the night. And I said, hey, can I, my sister's in the hospital. Can I go get the rest of the stuff? He's like, yeah, but it's on the second or third floor. So I went on the second floor and I fell, but it wasn't that far of a fall and somebody caught me and I said, you know what? It's not worth it. I want to make sure that I'm here when my sister gets out and there's no confusion. So you get out and we meet and we go into this room and all these elite people are there, all these high level businessmen and they even have girls in bikinis drinking and smoking cigarettes and giving them massages and then their craft like lunch service they had sushi full bar they had these steaks like all these fancy drinks and then I freaking saw from the office um freaking what's his face he's in Martinez too isn't he Martinez um, the the guy that um Angela 
his husband cheated on him with? Oh, Oscar. Oscar, yes. He's Oscar Martinez. But yeah, Oscar was there. I was like, of course Oscar's here hanging out with everybody. And then so we're all going to like eat our sushi and stuff. And then all of a sudden this really handsome Asian guy comes up. And he looks at us and he like, at first I kind of don't trust him. And then he says, how you guys do, how you doing? And then you say to him, I'm not interested in you. <laughs> and he said, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to Danielle. <laughs> and then I looked at him and I was being really cold too. And all of a sudden I started seeing him being more lively and funny. And I was like, okay, fine. Because I said, so what department do you work in? And then you looked at me like, I know what you're doing. And his name was David. And in my dream, I was like, if this guy's going to be part of my life, we have a family member named David. I don't want to call him David. I'm going to call him Dave. <laughs> this happened last night, this dream. And then, um, and so in my dream, I was talking to him, blah, blah, blah. And then I jumped a year in advance. And I saw him calling me and his eyes were looking all crazy and wild and obsessive. And he called me, left me a voicemail saying, hey, we haven't consummated our marriage, but uh, you're, you're married. So, uh, okay. And then he hung up and I was like, so what the F? Like, did we go on one date? And he's like, we didn't consummate the date. And like now, whatever. And then I called the woman who was couture with the Labrador talking to me. And she said, just give him a try. Just go with him, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I don't know. Was he married? Was he married to me? Who is Dave? I don't know who Dave is. I don't know, but Friend is being crazy again. And your dream part about me really freaks me out, and I feel real sick now. Sorry. It's fine. Let's take a break. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro, both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com. And subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Hola, 
This is your amiga, Shelly from Cali, to let you know you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation radio network. Welcome back. You're listening to Shelly Live here on VOC Nation. I am still bothered by Danielle's dream, but, you know, it is what it is. So what we're doing right now is Danielle is doing this treatment on Fred. Where What is it exactly that it is? It's called Moxa, M-O-X-A. Um, it's kind of reminiscent of how the hookah charcoal is, and you kind of heat it up, and it continues to just self-heat with air. It's about making the joints warm and just bringing healing that way. Fred is old, and the cold really affects him, and so it can really help with his muscles and discomfort and inflammation with more warmth and here's the thing it's just like you know like with Danielle's dream creeping me out it just makes me look at Fred right now and it's like you know it's frustrating he's like wiggling and like Danielle said maybe he wants to walk around but I just know he's gonna keep falling and one of his legs it really keeps getting out and I'm just afraid that he's going to accidentally like do something bad to it. So it's frustrating. But now after deal creeping me out with that dream, it's like, I'm looking at it differently before it was like, Oh yeah, yeah, Fred, please. Where now I'm just like, it's just different that anxiety part of it's not there. It's more just like, okay, what do we got to do kind of thing. And so I'm grateful, Danielle, that you were like, let's do the moxa. Yeah, and I moxa'd my hands because I'm all crippled right now myself. So it is very healing and beneficial. And a few nights ago, I took an Epsom salt bath, and there was literally steam coming off my skin. I was like, why does this feel so good? Like, I even had a big old fat glass of wine in the bathtub and I barely touched it because I was so relaxed and so satisfied just being submerged in hot water. I'm like, there's something about heat therapy that's really good for the joints. 
yeah, they are. I need to take the Epsom salt bath. All right, well, before we let you guys go, I wanted to get into um, one little thing here. So today is Kat, Katarina Waters, winter, however you may know her, her birthday. So happy birthday to her. And here's the thing. It's so interesting because last year, I don't think it was on her actual birthday. Maybe it was, I don't remember. But it was around her birthday if it wasn't on her exact birthday. And she had asked me and Danielle if we'd like to come to a little get together that she was having at this really cute restaurant here in Los Angeles. And we went and it was so interesting, you guys, because talk about a small world. So back in the day, I dated this guy for a really long time. And the way we met is he hired me to work um, as talent on his independent film he was doing. So this independent film had this lead actress. So when we started dating, of course, I was around this actress more because they continued to film, right? And I was fine with her, like, whatever. But... The longer I was with him, the more weird she'd be to me. And I'm not saying like because, oh, you know, she was trying to get him or whatever. It was more like she saw that I wasn't going, in my opinion, that I wasn't going anywhere. And so she couldn't keep the act up anymore. So the real her started seeping through. And at the end of the day, you know, who am I to judge anybody but... To me, what made me not really trust her is she had this very serious boyfriend. He would often drop her off for the uh, shoots that they would have. And the other guy that was the lead in the film, as soon as she'd get dropped off, you would swear they were dating. I swear to you. Like, it seemed like they were dating. And I felt like, wow, like, because her boyfriend seemed really really nice and like I mean I only saw him like drop her off or here and there so maybe I don't know him at all but the impression I got was that he seemed really nice and she would actually talk really highly of him so it wasn't like she was doing one of these things where she's like you know in a unhappy relationship I don't know her at all except just the surface level so whatever I'm just saying from what she put out there so that's why it bothered me even more because I was like dude like what what's the deal here so it turned into this really weird thing where she would just say off the wall things so many years ago because this was at about 2009 ish that this was going on 10 maybe and I was working with this photographer who wanted to make this whole brand I wish it worked out but it didn't one of the many things that I try to do, but whatever, it's fine. And he, what his vision was, was to have this group of girls and just brand them and have different things like um, hot sauces, wine. Um, so being that I love wine, he gave me this prototype that he made of a photo he did of me that was really awesome. Um what I this is this is what I gained from working with this photographer even though like this whole thing didn't work out he had this pretty small apartment right and um when I would go shoot with him he would literally make a corner of his apartment so tiny look like like when you walk in and see it you're like okay that looks cool but when you see it on the camera 
oh my gosh, you would swear I'm in a studio. So that's where I really learned that like you can really manipulate a location or a room or whatever. So in this photo, it was really awesome. I'll try to remember to tag it in my blog for this week's episode. Um, I it's it, like he wrote a thing. It's called "Mend Your Broken Heart" or something like that. And there's like a cute pink background. I have this really cute lingerie on, and I'm all bloody, and I'm holding a fake heart. And he put it on a. I think it was a Merlot. And when I was with this guy. I had that wine bottle on top of the refrigerator and she was looking at the photo and she goes, you know, has anyone ever told you your belly button's really high? <laughs> and I said, you know what? Never in my entire life has anyone ever said that. So it's like, it was just weird little things like that. So when we went to Kat's birthday, the last thing I expected was for her to be there. I don't even know. How, I didn't even know at the time how they knew each other until I talked more, but it was just like OM to the G. And since then, Danielle and I still bring it up because what had happened is it was all girls, but Metal Jesus was there as well. So when she saw that I was the girl that was bringing her boyfriend, she's like, oh, you're the one that was bringing the boyfriend. And um, <laughs> she's still friends with my ex. So I swear to you guys, she was trying to sneak taking pictures of Metal Jesus and she, <laughs> I kept calling her on it. I was like, he'll take the photo for everyone. Don't worry. Oh, no, 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 no. So that's what is sad, sad to say to Kat, but that's what her birthday reminds me of. But it's a-okay because there was a lot of really awesome conversations that happened to meeting Kat's other friends. Um, one of my old friends was in town or no, she lived here at the time and she was there too. So like, it was really a fun, awesome moment. So I just hope that Kat has as swell as a birthday this year as she did last year. Well, actually, <laughs> I have a little cute video that I put together from oh. that night. That's on my Instagram that I can definitely repost. Oh, great. You should totally do that. You should totally do that. Well, Fred, you still have a little squirmy butt over there. Yeah, and... I'm sorry my dream creeped you out. I have no control over those things. And I have good news though. I might be having Mondays off. So work has taken over my life. And we are working things out. I'm going to work longer hours. But that means instead of 8 hour shifts, I might go to 10 hour shifts a day. But I'll have an extra day off. Meaning... On Mondays, hopefully, or Wednesdays, I will be having the day off and I can focus more on creating and Martina's Girls Productions. So I'm extremely excited about that. I didn't realize Wednesday was an option. That's kind of cool because if you have the weekend off and then the middle of the week. Well, it would be like tonight is Tuesday. So I would have tomorrow off. But I'm just saying, like, okay, you've gotten accustomed to enjoying the fact that you have weekends off because you've worked in retail for so long. So to have a job where you actually have the weekends off is great. But if they're going to give you an extra day, I mean, typically it'd be nice to have three days off in a row. But 
it's not that bad if you have Wednesday because it's like you have two days off, you work two days, you have a day off, and then you work two days. Yeah, not a bad schedule and still get your full-time hours. I kind of feel like it's probably better than the three-day weekend. Yeah, it might be. In the middle of the week, you can get a lot done. Agreed. All right, well, um, this is where we're going to sign off here and future Shelly. I hope everything's going well. I hope you're not freaked out anymore. Sending you positive vibes. Sending you positive vibes, Shelly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and uh, take it away, Shelly McFly. Well, I am happy to report that I am doing okay. I'm really sorry about the audio in that. Um, I just realized right now when I went to record this ending for you guys that my microphone was on the wrong setting. Because here's the thing. When I have my microphone, this one in particular, plugged into my laptop for my live streams, I have to put it on a different setting than when I do when I have it plugged into my iPad is where I record my audio. So sorry about that. I'll do better next time. I'm hoping that next week we'll have the full-on setup where I'll have my fancy um, soundboard and uh, or switchboard rather and um, good microphones. Not that this one's a bad microphone or anything, but it's, it's I have a better one that I recently got. There are no voicemails on the Martinez Girls hotline. Feel free since I am right now not live here on Shally Live. Don't worry. One day it'll come back. I'm not quite sure when, but it will, I promise. But if you'd like to leave me a message, go ahead and leave me a voicemail at 323-391-4764. Again, that's 323-391-4764. That's the Martinez Girls hotline. You can go ahead and leave me a message on there. And... That's all I got for you guys today. I hope you enjoy today's episode. I'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And I already know what I'm going to talk about. So it's some pretty juicy stuff, some cheese, man. You don't want to miss it. So make sure to bookmark this page if you haven't already. And go check out the other podcasts here on the VOC Nation. There's lots of great uh, listens out there. Listens. There's lots of great listens out there. <laughs> So make sure you listen to VOC Nation. There's a lot of great shows on VOC Nation. Totally entertaining. Lots of fun. So make sure to check them out. And once again, I'm Shelly from Cali. And I will be smelling you later. Adios.